0: Greetings. I'm Noel Deere. Welcome to today's daily devotion. I hope these next few minutes will encourage you as you seek to learn God's Word and abide with Christ. Our focus today is John chapter 4, verses 35 through 38. Now, before we jump into the verses, I think it'll be helpful to just take a look back at John chapter 4 and uh, get, get the proper perspective. Jesus and his disciples. They're Jews. Jesus and the disciples were Jewish. Jesus and his disciples were traveling through the region of Samaria. Now that's important to note because typically the Jews hated the Samaritans and typically the Samaritans hated the Jews, but they're traveling Jesus and the disciples through the region of Samaria. Jesus is exhausted. And so he sits down near a water well, and the disciples go into the local Samaritan village, the city of Sichar, in order to get some food. Now, let's just imagine what those disciples must have been thinking as they walked into this Samaritan city. These disciples, if they were typical Jews, and they were, they would have been thinking, these Samaritans, the people who fill this city, these are bad people. There's no hope for them. They will never embrace the truth. They will never follow Christ. They will never be right with God. These people are worthless, and they're beyond reach. But the disciples, had they thought that, and they probably did, there's some evidence that they did, the disciples were wrong. As we'll see in our next daily devotion, when we get to John four thirty-nine. Many of these Samaritans come to know Christ. In fact, there is a revival that breaks forth in the city of Sychar. The disciples had the wrong attitude. So Jesus, knowing this, preaches a sermon, a short sermon to them in verses 35 through 38. Let's look at it. Verse 35, don't you say there are still four more months and then comes the harvest? Listen to what I'm telling you. Open your eyes and look at the fields because they are ready for harvest. So Jesus says, don't say there are four months and then the harvest. Perhaps Jesus said this in December and the next harvest would have been in April, four months away. Uh, We're not certain of that timetable, but we are certain of what Jesus is saying too often, we think that now is not the time for harvest. So Jesus impresses on his disciples the urgency of proclaiming the gospel and reaching the lost now. We must not wait for some future date, some better situation, a different condition. No, now is the time for harvest. When it comes to the gospel, it's always harvest time. There's no reason to wait. That's easy to come up with what we think are good reasons for why now is not a good time for the harvest. But Jesus says, no, the fields are white unto harvest right now. Now, we can't be certain of this, but it could have been that as Jesus was saying these words, that they were looking out, Jesus and his disciples across the fields, and they were seeing many people from some area uh, because the woman at the well has gone and given her report, many people from Samaria, uh, from the Samaritan town of Sichar, are coming to Jesus and the disciples to hear the gospel. And that would have been a beautiful uh, picture, something Jesus could have pointed to as he uh, as he shared this uh, this uh, this truth. The lesson here for us is that the fields are often more ready for harvest than we realize. The disciples looked at the Samaritans and they saw no receptivity to the gospel. They wrote those people off. These people are hopeless, but the disciples were wrong. Often when we look at people around us, we don't perceive that they are open to the gospel. And often we are wrong. It's not our job to determine ahead of time if someone is open to the gospel. We just need to be faithful to share. Now is the time of harvest. That's the message that Jesus gives us. Look at verse 36. The reaper is already receiving pay and gathering fruit for eternal life so that the sower and the reaper can rejoice together. So it says here that the Lord rewards those who participate in the harvest, both those who sow and those who reap. Uh, Let me read the next two verses, and then we'll uh, look at these three together. It says in verse 37, For in this case the saying is true, one sows and another reaps. Verse 38, I sent you to reap what you didn't labor for. Others have labored, and you have benefited from their labor. So, In the harvest of souls, there are times when we sow, and there are people who have the responsibility of sowing, and then there are times of harvesting, and there are people who have the responsibility of harvesting. Now, when you plant a field, typically the person who sows is the person who reaps, Uh, but that's that's not the case when it comes to the gospel. Sometimes you sow, and sometimes you reap, and sometimes you reap or harvest what someone else has sown. Uh, the the direct implication here is that, um, is that some others perhaps had already invested in the Samaritans. Uh, we know that the woman at the well had gone and given her report, but maybe even the ministry of John the Baptist. Uh, John the Baptist uh, baptized at Enon, and Enon may very well have been very near to Sychar. And so maybe John the Baptist prepared uh, the hearts of these in Sikar in order to hear the gospel. We don't know that for sure. But the implication here is that someone previously had sown uh, the gospel or um, uh, uh, prepared the people, the Samaritans there in Sikhar, and now comes the harvest time. Uh, it, when it comes to the gospel ministry, we shouldn't think of ourselves as soul winners because that makes it seem like we're responsible, that we do everything from beginning to end. We should think of ourselves as harvesters. And sometimes we're sowing, and sometimes others are sowing, and sometimes there's a time when God has to water and things have to mature, but uh, we are Harvesters. We're harvesters. There's no competition between those who sow and those who reap. We rejoice together. And when we sow, even if we don't see a harvest, we sow with faith and confidence that others will come along behind us and they will reap a harvest. And we rejoice with that. And when we reap a harvest, we have hearts filled with joy and thanksgiving for those who have gone before us and have sown in this field. The fields, this is the message the people in your family, the people in your neighborhood, the people in your workplace, they're way more receptive to the gospel than you think. So Jesus says, and we must embrace the fact that today, now is the time for harvest, and we must be faithful to Friends, thanks for watching or listening today. If you're on YouTube, please hit the like or subscribe buttons. That really helps us get the word out. On your favorite podcasting app, just search for Pastor Noel's Daily Devotions. Further info at noeldeer.com. I hope you have a great day as you endeavor to abide in Christ.